What's up guys and welcome to Stock Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian financial markets are moving and my opinion and my views and my analysis on how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades and the lessons that I learned during my trading for the day. So I'm glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 232. Today we're going to talk about the very tough fight between the bulls and the bears and my trades. So make sure that you're listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at and let's get started. Alright, so I was listening to my episode yesterday and some very obvious, very glaring flaws came to light such as just the entire thing being quite slow and boring. But uh, that's why I always say that make sure that you're listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at every single time because I want to make sure that you aren't uh, getting bored and that's only possible I think on mobile. So if you're listening to uh, this on laptop uh, then I'm sorry <laughs> but anyway if you think that something's not right if you have feedback suggestions anything please just let me know. A lot of the things which have made this uh, you know podcast more listenable and less boring are thanks to suggestions by the listeners so i really appreciate those i mean even if you want to say hey this is shit then please message me at markets with kr on twitter at stock markets with kr on instagram and tell me that hey this is shit so i can make it not shit uh but with that out of the way uh let's get started now today was quite a tough fight between the bulls and the bears i feel despite many of the well-known stocks performing fine you know bajaj finance and a lot of those stocks which are typically uh, good movers for nifty they performed very well despite that uh, you know stocks like hdfc bank and those really managed to drag nifty down or at least not drag it down you can't say drag it down when nifty is at 11022 up 1.1 percent or 120 points you can't say drag it down i say i feel that the better word to use would be limit nifty's potential quite severely so I feel that was very apparent and uh, honestly, you know, during the day, at least during most of the day, we continued ex- experiencing very fair amounts of selling pressure and again, this was largely in stocks like Reliance because that's what I was observing. I was also observing Bank Nifty which also saw, uh, you know, fair amounts of selling pressure very similar to Friday because on Friday what we saw is that after every positive candle for Bank Nifty, there was, uh, you know, there, there was a negative candle following it so uh that 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 makes you know that that sort of makes it very similar to friday's moves i'd say and uh honestly it's pretty it's pretty crazy i mean looking at the fidi data that sort of makes sense uh you know selling pressure definitely was there fis bought to the tune of 1700 crores di's sold to the tune of 1500 crores uh so that it was a net net buying day of around 200 crores which I personally think that is not really enough to breach uh, the 11k level for Nifty, but then clearly it was for today. I think that you know there a few a few very distinct observations have sort of come out at least for me, and uh, one of them seems that l- later uh, during the later parts of the day, I think that a lot of short covering is happening not just today but also on Friday. I think that a lot of people are. Uh, slightly becoming perma bulls of sort, perma bears of sorts, and I am partially, uh, you know, 
guilty of this as well sometimes and i feel that when you have to exit your positions eod that is when that short uh, short covering really comes into effect and that's what we see again one of the reasons why we're seeing such uh, why we could be seeing such uh, you know rapid moves uh, eod a couple of other observations are that it seems that the dis in general seem to be either you know pessimistic or realistic about the markets depending on what side uh, of the table you are on because we are seeing consistent selling by dis at higher levels and consistent buying by fis uh, at higher levels what this means is that fis are also very optimistic about the markets buying at higher levels and this can be further sort of interpreted as the fis seem to be slightly conservative and with the trend that hey they'll only buy it when the market is going up and the dis seem to be slight contrarians where they're saying that hey the market is going up it's better to you know book profits because we entered at lower prices so i think that that is uh, that is one of the things that ha- that's happening and it's a pretty neat observation i feel uh, just the way things are moving uh, right now talking about the indices now the broad market indices look fairly strong eod uh but i think that these eod figures can't really be trusted because a lot of intraday moves are completely ignored by the eod figures as i've always maintained for instance venkis was not too positive intraday but then it absolutely blew up uh, towards the end of the day another similar example or rather a completely opposite example to that is uh, mmfl which was extremely positive at the start of the day but then it later sort of sunk so it's quite you know it's it's just a single dimensional metric but we'll still stick to it uh most of them are positive most of the broad market indices are positive coming to the sectoral indices so we can see it is very strong infosys by the way is very strong 948 i think uh which is just exception i think 4.6 or so percent in the green bank nifty fairly flat we'll come to that in a bit pharma is down mildly Uh, so that's what we're seeing realty seems to be lagging behind but that's understandable realty uh, is probably not going to show us very exceptional moves um you know anytime soon industry wide uh, that's my opinion and uh, yeah that's my take on just uh, what we're seeing uh, talking about a few news based items and the global markets and such apparently some ex pilot uh, Mandavia I think is a surname is looking to bid for Jet Airways. I mean honestly it's crazy to think that that stock still is worth something. It just goes to show how oddly priced the markets can be or it also goes to show how important brands are uh, depending on what what sort of interpretation you want. Coming to some other news uh, related factors or something. Uh the global equity markets are not too strong at first glance but then that was the case today as well at our open. because the markets a lot of people were saying that hey they'll open negative tracking global uh, tracking global queues but of course um, you know they opened uh, they opened positive so i think that the global markets aren't really uh, the best factor right now global equity markets talking about other markets crude maintains above 40 dollars per barrel usd inr is lower at 74.84 um so yeah with that let's move to the indices Nifty and Bank Nifty both managed to respect the gap up opening fairly well but you know intraday there was an intense fight honestly if you were looking at the market depth if you were looking at just the candles intraday uh, I was I was personally looking at it on the 15 minute time frame you could have been looking at it on any time frame but you would have seen the same moves 
it was a very intense fight and uh, that's because we were seeing very strong positive movements strong negative movements ultimately leaving the option buyers high and dry it was almost as if that uh, saying that khaya piya kuch nahi gilas toda barana which basically means that the markets did not go anywhere they just ended up paying the option premium uh, which is very similar to what happened today i feel that except for nifty uh you know well nifty was fairly positive i mean thanks to some good performance by underlying stocks but bank nifty was really lagging uh and almost completely flat despite hdfc bank doing fairly well but that's also because hdfc bank was you know fairly range bound it was not making big moves after its gap up opening so uh that's my take on that i mean coming to uh the more broader time frames nifty's proper resistance according to me is somewhere around 11270 or so and uh, another interesting thing about nifty while we are on the subject is that as per yesterday's oi analysis you know uh, 11200 had come up as a very important resistance zone purely based on the oi uh, a lot of call writing happening at that level but uh, after today we are still seeing that level being there and this is surprising for me because after the 100 point move in the green we are still seeing that 11200 level being maintained as a high oi strike now that could either be because the calls the short calls have been converted into long calls now but uh, you know i mean that that of course is one of the possibilities but in the past what we've tip- what we've typically seen is that the call oi or the put oi also depending on what side you're talking about reduces and the next strike start filling up but now we aren't really seeing uh you know as much of a movement on that front so that's quite interesting i think that 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 purely makes this coming week fairly interesting to see whether it's able to breach 11200 or if it's able to you know uh take resistance at that level as far as bank nifty is concerned i think one of the first resistances should come around today's high at around 22500 and then around 22770 then finally 22900 to 23000 approximately that range so that's my take on the indices i mean overall today quite choppy quite volatile if you were trading the day you would have you know really had to scalp or you would have had to have had extreme amounts of patience or else uh, you you would have probably not made a lot of money uh, talking about trading and making money let's move to my trades So there was long reliance today because of good support at previous close but it moved so widely between its range it's crazy so I wasn't able to do much and I exited it at a loss I was like hey that this is really going down I don't want to you know get stuck in a lower circuit or something so I exited it rather prematurely that turned out to be uh, not the right decision because it later took support and I had to enter at higher levels now that becomes an issue because after you know entering at higher levels and after adding once it started going in my direction one sharp move all was going good but the very next move and it wiped out all the gains that it made during the day so it was a very very choppy uh, you know trading session in that respect previous close was being supported very nicely i think 1911 was the previous close we were seeing the prices being right around 1911 and uh, you know in fact at open i was quite shocked because when nifty opens at a 100 point gap up you expect reliance also to follow suit and open at like a at least a 20 25 point gap up from what i've seen uh, or even a 10 15 point gap up but a gap up nonetheless today 
it just opened a few points up, which is which is really nothing for Reliance. So I think right off the start, it was you know slightly negative or not as positive as it could have been, and that later continued. So uh, that's what we saw, and as a result, you know, because it was not that strong, I was not able to make money. Today was a negative day for me. Thanks uh, to my re-entry, I was able to uh, you know. I was able to recover partial losses, but that was not a lot, you know, uh, because after it made that strong positive move, the next, the very next move was fairly negative, so I could not do a lot about it, but still some losses recovered, so uh, something is better than nothing, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, that's Reliance. I think given how Reliance is moving these days, I will have to cut my position size even further because I just cannot handle such kind of volatility personally. And uh, talking about the lessons, I think along with patience, risk-based entries would have been, you know, the way to go today. If you're, if, if the price is going down, then you take a contrarian bet and then you hope that uh, your low-risk entry pays off and then you scalp your way through. Because I felt that that was the only way you could have traded, not just the lines, but also the indices. Because Bank Nifty was falling so sharply at times, unless you were, you know, adding to your Bank Nifty position or buying Bank Nifty at the bottom and then selling it at the same candle recovery or the next candle, you would have not been able to, you know, make very consistent returns today is my, is my reading, is my experience and is my opinion. So I think that's it for this one. I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to make these episodes slightly more engaging because after listening to mine yesterday, uh, it was more of a wake up call and that's a good thing. That's why I managed to endure listening to my uh, voice for like 15, 20 minutes, but it was worth it because I got some nice, uh, you know, informative suggestions from myself. So, uh, regarding the podcast, not regarding the market. Uh, but yeah, that, that that's it for this episode. I hope you had a nice Monday. I hope you had a great start to the week. And I hope you have, uh, you know, a great week ahead. So, that's it for this one. Happy trading. And make sure if you've got any feedback, suggestions or anything, just hit me up. And also, I've, I've uh, you know, I've shared a couple, I've shared a couple of analyses on trading views, so make sure that you check them out as well. Anyway, that's it for this one. Happy trading. Mm-hmm.